Hi friends, and welcome back to the Slay at Home podcast. I am your host, Corinne Burkhart, founder, author, and editor of slayathomemother.com, a home website dedicated to providing you with cleaning, organizing, and homemaking content. Today, I'm bringing on a new local friend of mine and fellow blogger, Lauren Weber from Mrs. Weber's Neighborhood. She's become a great resource for me over the last year for ideas to check out locally and go on adventures with our kids. I wanted to bring her on today to give us some ideas this summer that are either free or lower cost, and I thought she'd be the perfect guest to have on for that. And while today's activity mentions are more geared towards Michigan moms, I believe all moms can take a page from her book with the ideas she'll share today because you can find several of these resources in your own neighborhood. So for those listening, can you tell us more about who you are and what you love sharing? Sure. I am Lauren Weber from Mrs. Weber's Neighborhood, and I have been blogging for over 10 years now, which is bananas in my brain. It started as a way to document the adventures I was going on with my daughter, and my family was growing at the time, and it just kind of turned into a family resource by accident. I discovered that I loved sharing information about what people could do, and it was kind of my gift I could bring to the world to share places and things to do. So I figured I would go ahead and run with it. And it's been a lot of fun ever since. With my website, I don't aim to have every event and idea listed out there, but I want to take an approach just like my parenting, which is just as it inspires me. And my goal is just someone visits, sees what our family experienced, and maybe tries to replicate it or do what they can and what works for their family. So I just want to inspire families to spend time together. On your blog, do you mention like parking and restrooms? Do you mention those specific details in your articles? When I cover a location, I really try to be clear about, hey, this is maybe a tip for your visit, whether it's a good spot to have lunch nearby or give restaurant ideas. If there's good parking, because we all know that's a big deal. And then where the bathrooms are, because believe it or not, that is one of the most common questions I get because you got to prepare when you're a mom, right? Accessibility is important. Yes. It is. Yes. I'm really excited to have you on to give other Michigan moms some ideas free and paid that they can do with their kids this summer that help promote learning, but the whole family has fun. So that's, that's the goal here with this episode. So I'm really thankful that you came on and you're doing this with me. So can you share your top three free places for families in Michigan that they can visit and have fun? So I am all about making things accessible for all families. I Free and low cost is my jam. So <laughs> I love this topic and narrowing it down to just three places. I was like, I, I don't even know where to begin because there's so many things I love. So I kind of grouped some things and I would say any trail in Michigan, we have tons of trails here that are absolutely beautiful. And my favorite ones are the ones that don't have a whole lot to do for kids because it is so magical just seeing nature through their eyes and seeing them pick up the stick and check out the bugs and listen to the birds and having that family experience together. So I would say look for those loop trails that are one to two miles, um, depending on the age of your kids. But little ones will surprise you with how far they can really go when they're totally submerged in nature. So a few of my favorites are the ledges of Grand Ledge. It's 
really beautiful rock formations that are down in the lower peninsula, but it looks like you're in the upper peninsula. Uh, Heritage Park in Farmington Hills, which is free and has a beautiful nature trail. And Carpenter Lake Nature Preserve in Southfield is also a really beautiful loop that's super fun for kids. On that point, what are some... Because I know with nature, kids can just kind of burn off their energy naturally and explore. But is there anything that you would recommend for, like, say, a one or two mile trip that moms can bring that would make the trip more fun? I am all about always having a backpack and having some snacks and water. Sometimes I even sneak in candy because let's be real, sometimes that's what it takes to get little ones to move along. Um, I'm not above bribery, but otherwise just your sunscreen and your bug spray if needed and just go out there and have fun. I love that. And then my second place, is your local library. I am a huge fan of libraries. They have all the amazing program you can handle. Our librarians are like the best humans ever, in my opinion, because they are just <laughs> there to work for families. So use them, talk to them, ask them what's going on in the community, but also use the services at the library. I know ours has games and puzzles and robots and all kinds of fun things to rent beyond books. With that said, you do not have to have a library card for every library to visit them. So go to different libraries in your town or county. That's a great way to spend a rainy day. And then my third suggestion would be just our state parks. Our state parks have so many great programs from fishing to nature hikes, and it's all free. And you do need to have a Michigan Recreation Passport on your vehicle. But if you don't have that, you can borrow a Michigan Activity Pass and actually get into any state park for free. And you can get that right from your library. So again, the libraries are where it's at. They will connect you to all kinds of great things in the community that are free or discounted. Okay, so tell me more about the Michigan Activity Pass. How does that work? Does it cost money? And what can it get you into? So the Michigan Activity Pass is such a great way to get into destinations for free or discounted. Sometimes it's a discount at the gift shop. And all you need is your library card. So you will go, you can search Michigan Activity Pass and you will go in and you will type in your zip code and it will show you a bunch of different destinations in your area and then what you can get with it. Sometimes it's free entry, sometimes it's buy one, get one free. It's a great way to save a family a lot of money. I had no idea that that existed and we actually have a library trip planned for tomorrow. So I'm going to go check that out. And what would your top three paid places to visit here in Michigan be? Once again, this is really hard to nail it down to just three <laughs> places because we've been a lot of places in Michigan and a lot are my favorite. I'm just an enthusiastic person like that. But one of my favorite underrated places is Flint, Michigan in general is a really cool spot to experience things and there's free parking and it's easy and accessible, which is huge for families. Um, my favorite museum there is the Sloan Museum of Discovery and they have an early childhood gallery, they have science galleries, they have old cars, history. It was just reopened last summer, so it's beautiful and new, and I highly suggest a visit there. My second suggestion would be our zoos. And of course, we have our big, beautiful zoos like Potter Park and the Detroit Zoo, but don't forget all the small zoos. The Saginaw Zoo is one of my favorites. It's very walkable for small children, and you can do it easily in a couple hours because we all know 
kids get tired and hot at the zoo, right? And then another gem on the zoo front is the reptarium in Utica. So if you have a child that loves reptiles, the reptarium is a really, really cool spot. I think it's $12 for an hour visit and you get to get really close to the reptiles. You might even be able to hold some of them. And it's just a really cool place to spend some time. That's awesome. My boys love reptiles. We have a bearded dragon and it was a talk down from getting a snake. <laughs> We're so, about to go there. So yeah. yeah, I think we might try to do that next month because they've been talking about that. They heard about it from some friends. So, I mean, and you mentioned it too, and you've been just about, I mean, not everywhere, but you've been in so many different places here in Michigan. So I trust your word and I'm sure they're going to have fun. If there's reptiles involved, they will love it. One more. And maybe this is an obvious one to a lot of people, but maybe not. And that's the Henry Ford Museum in Greenfield Village. I mean, they are just, it's, it's one of the best museums in America for a reason. And I love that it's a great place to go in winter. So you can go in the museum during the winter and then in the summer, go to the Greenfield Village and your kiddos can get that hands-on experience and see the blacksmith working and the farmers. And it's just a great place to spend a day, no matter the time of year. And about how much does it cost to get in the Henry Ford Museum? It, that one is going to be a little more costly. I want to say it's probably close to 30 dollars for adults at this point and maybe 20 for kids okay so it's definitely one of those once every few years kind of places but I want <laughs> to keep it updated constantly so it gives you an excuse to go back and if I lived a little closer I would absolutely get a membership because it would be worth it for sure to be able to go multiple times a year well that's awesome well my final question for you is what are some easy things that parents can do at home with kids this summer that would promote learning fun and maybe burn off some energy either mentally or physically I am a huge fan of summer bucket lists. I love to have something on the fridge to look at when we have those I'm bored days. And the coolest part is asking your kiddos input. Like, what do you want to do this summer? And their answers always surprise me. My kids wanted to try rolled ice cream this year. They wanted a yes day. They love to fish. So you never know what they're going to say. So always ask your children what they want to do, right? And having that visual of like, hey, we don't have to always be bored. There are things to do. Although I fully support boredom, I want to be very clear about that, that we all need to be bored, right? Sometimes. Otherwise, I'm a huge fan of those longer term projects in the summer, um, gardening. We just started a little free library in our neighborhood, and that's been a really fun family project that my kiddos can get involved in different ways. Feeding the birds, raising caterpillars into butterflies. Those are some of our favorite longer term projects to kind of empower kids to take the initiative to take care of something other than themselves. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your insight with us. I'm so excited to explore some of these episode mentions. I don't know if we can get them all this summer, right? <laughs> but um, just crossing off a couple of those will be really fun this summer. I feel empowered to get out of the house. So thank you. For those listening at home or in the car, remember to give my podcast a five-star rating from whichever app you're listening on and follow Lauren Weber on Facebook or Instagram. I'll have those accounts in today's episodes in the show notes so that you can click on them and follow her and subscribe to her blog post on mrsweber'sneighborhood.com. 